I'm Tara Grunovd with the Grounding and Growing Leadership Podcast powered by Align, and this is episode number three. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about the importance of how we define success. We subconsciously have a definition of success that is driving not only how we lead, but also how we respond to failure and how we view our own growth. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Grounding and Growing Leadership Podcast, where everyone is a leader and leadership starts with you. I'm Tara. And I'm Pamela. Thanks for listening today and thank you for inviting us along on your leadership journey. Hello, we are recording this at the beginning of the year. We are, and I am here in the same space with you and that makes for a wonderful beginning of the year. The only thing that could be better is if I didn't go to a colder space than where I live. Why why are we not in Florida? That's a really good question. Why are we not in Florida? Mm -hmm. Dale, my husband and I ask ourselves that all the time this time of year. Mm -hmm. Why are we not in Florida? Yeah, but our intention is to still lead well, (laughs) even in the cold and even when we're separate. But we love it when we get to sit across the table. We do love it when we get to be together so often. We will be recording from two different states, but every once in a while we get an opportunity to record together. We do. Yeah. I love being able to ping pong off of my co-champion in leadership across the table. Yes. Leadership can be really isolating. And Pamela and I are both coaches. Pamela is a counselor and we both facilitate. And that often puts us on one side of the table. Yeah. But we don't often have the opportunity to just collaborate Mm -hmm. and feel like and act like a team because a lot of the work that we do is pretty independent. Yeah. The power of finding someone that can finish your sentences for you, Mm -hmm. who knows you well, but also completes another part of a thought process that you may not see is that magic extra ingredient. Mm to the recipe when we meet with people that there is something that is so much better that's created. And usually it is created. Let me say that. Like Mm -hmm. we will think that we bring the same material to the table, but when you show up present, what you offer is something new. What you add then to the recipe is something new each time. And I think that's the power of presence and the real time of us showing up together, aware of each other's strengths and more times than not, I say Tara is the expert at that. Please ask her. <laughs> and I bring Pamela in when, you know, the podcast is called Grounding and Growing for a reason. If you think about grounding as Pamela and growing as Tara, really that helps explain the two pieces of the whole that we bring together. Mm-hmm. And I will often bring Pamela in when there are deeper emotional needs that clients have which by the way, absolutely happens in leadership every day because we bring our whole selves to work. We bring our whole selves as leaders. And so we have emotions that need tending to. And when that gets a little deeper or needs more attending to, Pamela is absolutely the expert in that area. And that's when we bring Pamela to the table. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a privilege to partner in that space that we need to create that's really safe. To be able to look at using the grounding metaphor, what's in your soil? And sometimes we are unaware of the hidden weeds 
that mm. are there. And so Tara can come and bring this amazing information on strengths and this amazing identification that feels like you wake up to yourself. But if you've lived an old message, that information is not going to transform you. You don't have room for it because mm -hmm. it's all filled with all of those other stories that you might have told yourself that other people have labeled you with. And so you could have the key to identifying what that is, but you won't use it. So that's the power of being able to come in and help you unlock those keys. That's the power of grounding and growing. I just heard in a podcast I was listening to this morning, I'm not going to remember who said it, but uh, what you don't transform, you transfer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And so that grounding and growing process is the opportunity for us to transform. And that's really what we're able to bring to the table when we work with clients, individuals, and teams. There is a certain beauty and humility in having a collaboration where you understand what you bring to the table and you fully trust what the other person brings to the table because we both have a level of awareness around our own strengths and shortcomings. Very aware. It's part of what makes for a wonderful partnership and a healthy partnership. As we think about that humility, really without it, we can't grow and learn ourselves. And I know Pamela, you and I agree on this, that we never arrive. We are always in the process of becoming who we're intended to be as leaders, as people, as human beings. And there are so many things that get in our way of that process of grounding and growing and transforming. And one of them is pride. Yes. And it is because we want to appear perfect, appear that we've conquered something, appear that we're masters. And, you know, the other side of that is, is shame. Mm -hmm. and that emotion is one of the most devastating emotions, especially as a counselor, that I think remains hidden and also applies to unhealthy behaviors and people acting out in ways that they betray themselves because we're wanting to hide from shame and its effects on us. We, we do damage to ourselves by acting in pride because we try not to experience that shame at any cost. And it does cost us. And we experience this. You who are listening, I'm sure, experience this yeah. in small ways every day. Mm -hmm. Pamela and I are getting a chance to experience that this morning. <laughs> Very humbling. We're in the middle of launching a, a new leadership framework with one of our favorite clients. And... There's a lot of opportunity to get that right. That means there's also a lot of opportunities to learn and to have mistakes and for it to not go exactly as planned. This morning, we are learning how to produce a podcast. <laughs> yes, we are. And all of that is, is a lot of discovery, like 5,000 ways that this is not working. And then when you finally get it and have to talk to your body to relax and come down and, and be present because now the real work gets to start. I don't know about you, but if technology ever frustrates you and oh, it just makes you want to throw in the towel, it does feel like you've conquered a massive thing when you finally learn it and giving yourself permission to be a beginner. And permission mm -hmm. to do it the first time. And the hard part of that, I think, for both Tara and I is that we love to listen to great podcasts. And, and we would love for this to be just great right off the bat. And you just press record and just magic would happen. I'm grateful that we're learning along the way and that humbly 
we can come before you and say, we're not going to let the success of someone else and where they are at mm. inhibit us from beginning from where we want to grow in and go, go to. That's so good. <laughs> I used to really struggle with that. I will say I don't struggle with it as much in terms of letting it stop me. It's still something I battle. Yeah. But I remember the first time I had a business, I couldn't read the magazine Fast Company because I would feel like I'll never be who those people are mm -hmm. in that magazine. And, and so I'm never going to be that successful. It was too intimidating. And so I just literally couldn't, which is logically ridiculous <laughs> for multiple reasons, right? But we do compare ourselves and it does hold us back because we really maybe want to be someone we're not yet. And those people are already them in that lane. So we don't want to be them. Right. We don't need another them. No. We do need an us, but looking at all of that and not beginning because someone else is in the lane where you want to be. We do know this logically, but it's amazing how much we don't acknowledge our internal dialogue that stops us from moving forward in a way that applies our unique voices to the sea of other podcasters out there, the sea of other opportunities to grow and be a leader. But we do need to have another language, another set of voices that will uniquely connect with an audience that we know will be able to grow. And we're growing in the process. And so it is a win as we learn this, as we dialogue, as we hear ourselves and yes, even hear ourselves potentially identify some unhealthy thought patterns of our own. Yeah, you're going to get live, yeah. live growth and development for Tara and Pamela in this process. We're going to learn a lot about ourselves as we record these episodes. And hopefully you will be blessed and learn along with us as you're reflecting on how this applies to you. So where are you holding back or intimidated yeah. to start something new? I love Johnny Cup, I think, quotes. I don't know if this is his quote or not, but he says, be willing to suck at something new. <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. And again, to be able to laugh and experience joy with that, because we all have to have this process. A young child who's just learning how to take their first steps doesn't even know how to not try to get up and do it again. But the person who's already done it would never look at them and shame them for falling down. Oh my goodness. And yet we constantly do that. All the time. <laughs> yeah. We shame ourselves all the time. You're right, Pamela. It is shame that gets in our way. It's judgment of ourselves. It's expectations that we have for ourselves to be farther along than we are. Yeah. So I would love to, as you're saying that, I would love to unpack the word success. I don't know about you when you get in a, a coaching situation. For me, in different spaces, whether it's coaching or counseling, I hear a lot of that was bad or that was good. And there is this mm. like black and white definition that people are wanting to label themselves as. So again, um, defining success, like that's potentially a label of this or a role of this. Mm -hmm. And when we get into these big, broad defining statements of good and bad, those are shutting down walled off statements. Because if mm -hmm. there's this benchmark of whatever this definition is that isn't for you, it will always hinder you. It will always stop you. And so I, I will count 
the number of times that I will hear someone say this in a matter of minutes and they don't realize it because that was so bad. And that's just bad that I think that way. And what you're saying is that you are bad or putting it as a label on yourself at the end of the day. And again, if we were to think of what people would say about us in a eulogy, mm. they're not going to talk about our successes. They're going to talk about our character yeah. and defining who we are and that we had these successful things we did. But who we are was this. And I'd love to bring that to the table of a conversation. Mm. Yeah, we over-identify our performance with our identity. It really is what our work culture in America is based on. I mean, a lot of what we're seeing right now in the market in general, I think is a giant wrestling of identity. Mm-hmm. Like even the the concept of quiet quitting to some extent mm-hmm. is a wrestling of identity of I am no longer going to be owned by my work and performance is no longer going to be what I strive for. And our economy isn't really built for that. So there's going to be a reckoning around that recalibration, which is a whole other topic we could dive into. (laughs) And we will. Yeah, and we will. But, But I catch myself all the time really wrestling with performance versus growth. We unintentionally have definitions of success that we're operating by. You have a success rule book for yourself that you are operating by, you meaning anybody. And so when you catch yourself feeling discouraged or ashamed or frustrated or anxious Mm -hmm. about not meeting a mark, what mark are you trying to meet? And pausing long enough to really explore that can be really powerful because you may be unintentionally defining success in a way that is never going to be helpful or manageable or reasonable. Yeah. And often we define success as perfection. <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. <laughs> Not that you or I ever do that. Never, never. <laughs> or try to live for someone else's dreams, perhaps our family of origin, that said that I want success to look like what this person is doing or what they have imagined for me. And when we start to actually ask those what is our motivation question? And, and you realize, you know what, that actually isn't mine. Mm. That was actually the culture that I grew up in. That's their definition of success. And I need to discover what mine is. Mm-hmm. I had an experience going into a corporate culture several years ago, really believing I knew what success was supposed to be for me. Mm. And within a year was completely swept up in their definition of success. It happened organically. It happened insidiously. (laughs) And all of a sudden I was completely upside down. It wasn't till I received some really hard feedback that I paused to look at what I was working for and how I was defining success and realized I had completely rewritten my own success rule book without realizing it because the culture pulled me in that direction. And that isn't for me to not take ownership of it. But I'm just sharing an example of how quickly we can be influenced by culture that we're, by the culture that we're in. Yeah. How do we maintain our own sense of not betraying ourselves and living true to what our values are to the point where I don't want to be robbed because in a former world, we were required to work 70 hours a week for 40 hours paycheck. 
to have these deliverables because it reflected on our identity and, and our, our sense, worth, our worth, our sense of success, and others were willing to do it. And so what will they say if I don't? And then we finally had this global crisis, which as tragic as it has been globally, and there has been a lot of death. There has been some necessary things that needed to die away mm. as far as ideologies and as far as just a sense of what is really important. And, and that's a whole other philosophical long conversation. And I understand that people who are listening have experienced genuine, genuine grief and hurt and suffering and shame because of what happened. And there was so much shift and change and death all around. What do I value? And success now looks like being with the people that I value, not betraying myself and my own values, working so that the value is also brought to the table of who I am, the people that I'm working with. And then the deliverables will come because I am able to live true to all of those things. I think this is one reason doing your own values work is so critically important. If you are a leader and you have not done your own work to articulate and really get clarity around your values, I encourage you to do that. And we'll provide a resource in show notes. And if you haven't touched it in a few years, now is a good time to, to brush it off and revisit it. Because our values do shift and what we mean by them shifts over time. But I think a lot of times we're shifting. We are saying we don't want that. So this work culture doesn't align. It doesn't feel like it aligns with me, but we don't take the time to figure out what would. And so we're just running from everything yeah. instead of being intentional about what we are moving into as leaders. And as leaders, we, we talk about self-leadership. Really taking leadership of yourself is pausing and thinking about where do I want to grow into? Where do I want to align myself with? Rather than just being mad yeah. that you're in a culture that doesn't fit. And when you get mad, then starting to detach and pull away and then even disassociate from engagement with the mm -hmm. team that you are in. And I do just want to say that ignoring is not a healthy form of a boundary. Mm -hmm. A boundary is something that you do proactively. You set it up so that you can live true to your values and then out of that, be able to serve the people that you're with. If you're secretly ignoring someone or not paying attention to them or ghosting them, whatever the language is, you've put up a wall and a wall is all fear-based. Wall is completely unhealthy and it doesn't even allow for conversation around what could look healthy. So a boundary allows for that conversation. It's very mm. intentional and it's very proactive. And that'll be a whole other podcast <laughs> as well. But again, setting that as an intention is the power of being able to move forward in success. Yeah. And if you are listening today and you're curious about what you are growing into, I encourage you to just take some time to do that values work. And like I said, we'll provide a resource in the show notes, but um, take some time to get really clear. And if you are wrestling through a lot of different elements of who you are and how you want to show up, we encourage you to find a good coach. Mm -hmm. Pamela and I are available, but there are coaches all over the country that are fantastic resources to help you really on that self-discovery process. Yeah, it does help to get another perspective because we have blind spots <laughs> and they are called blind spots for a reason. There is no right formula. 
there is no combination of skills and strengths that guarantees effectiveness as a leader. Instead, it's our responsibility to show up grounded and practicing leadership in a way that is intentional so that we can continue to grow. We are so glad that you are with us. We would love for you to share this podcast. We'd love for you to give us your feedback and join in on the conversation. And we want to invite you to ask questions and say, what would you like to hear from us in the podcast? And what would be a great topic that you would like us to cover? You can email Tara at aligntransform.com. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you. Come on.